Brave Girl Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. We recognise that the lands in which we live, work and play always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to the Brave Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Jade, and I want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you for pressing play on my podcast. You honestly have no idea how much it means to me that you have taken time out of your day and out of your life to listen to me and what I have to say and what I have to share with you, it really means the world. So I really want to start by honoring you and this moment and extending so much gratitude to you. I want to begin by expanding on receiving advice. It's very hard, I think, to get through in life without ever asking somebody else what they think. It is so powerful when we can ask for advice from someone else and take it on board because most of us will be given advice. Sometimes it's unsolicited. Sometimes we ask for it, but often we will receive advice and very rarely take it on. Generally speaking, we take it on when we really believe that we need to take it on, where we may have exceeded all our other avenues and we've really decided like, okay, it's time to maybe try something a little different to what I previously have been trying. And it takes a pretty strong person and a courageous person to be able to take on the wisdom from another and begin to apply it to their life. Obviously, I have started this podcast with it being an advice giving podcast. And I do this based on my own personal experiences, my own knowledge and my own level of awareness. But just because this is the way that I think and feel, it does not mean that that is going to apply to you. I love podcasts that I can listen to and take parts from it. And then other parts say I disagree with or that's not exactly how I see things. It just really helps me build my own opinion and I suppose truth within that moment. So if you're listening to me and you hear me say something that you know doesn't serve you, don't take it on board. We are aware of what is right for us, even if we're not consciously aware of this. On a deep level, I believe we all have this knowing. You are your own best judgment. Begin to build more trust in yourself. But on the flip side of that, I do believe that it's wonderful to learn from others. I really enjoy receiving advice from people who say things that ignite a truth within me. Someone who says something and your instant reaction is, yes, I needed that. I needed that piece of information in my life. 
I'm sure that you can think of a piece of advice that you have received from someone else that has stuck with you for many, many years. That is your truth. That advice, that piece of wisdom lives within you. And it usually speaks to something that you would really benefit from implementing in your life if you have not already. So I guess the reason I'm bringing all of this to the surface is to just become aware of what you do with the advice that you receive, taking on board what serves you and putting away and letting it fall away that which does not. I am introducing a new and beautiful segment into my podcast, and that is called Magical Connections. So I'm really putting the call out to any and all of you who have been in a period of time or who have had an experience in their life where things have just magically worked out for you. Now, I truly believe that this has happened to all of us at some stage. So it may have been when something negative turned into a positive, an opportunity that you received, or maybe just a moment that you got really lucky. And this is also a little bit of a segment for you to brag about lucky and serendipitous moments for you. So if you have moments like this, please send them in. So I'm going to start by sharing one of mine. So a few months ago, when I went to Bali, I look, I've admitted it before. I am not the most on time person. I'm not crazy late, but I like to arrive just with a moment's notice, you know, right on time. I don't like waiting around is probably what it really comes down to. But I was on the way to Bali and I was about to turn into a Melbourne airport. I, in my understanding, we get to the airport two hours before an international flight. This has changed. It's probably been changed for a long time. I'm still probably thinking the old school way. But at one hour and 50 minutes before my flight was to take off, I arrive at Melbourne airport. As my partner and I are turning into the airport, I'm like, I'm just going to check the text I received from Qantas this morning. In like capital letters there, it says, please ensure you are at the airport three hours before, or at least three hours before your scheduled flight time. And I'm like, fuck. And I just get this wave of like worry. Like, what if I miss my flight? This is not good. And then I'm thinking, no, 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 it'll be fine. It will work out. It will work out. I'm like rushing, saying goodbye to him. Obviously, we wanted to have a a nice like goodbye that would have taken many minutes, but it's a quick kiss and I love you, I'll miss you. And I'm literally running. I get into the airport and I'd already checked in. But of course, when you've got baggage, you still need to drop your bags off. So I walk in and the line is like, I don't even know, 500 meters long. 300 meters long. Like it's very long. Like it is going well beyond where I don't even know. There's not even a line for it to end at this point. It's just like everyone is sprawled out into the airport and I get to the very back of the line and I'm like, how am I going to 
be in and out of here, get through immigration, get through all of that stuff in literally an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) I am just standing there. I'm closing my eyes and I'm praying. I'm praying to the universe, please sort this out for me. Well, I am not kidding you. I open my eyes and there is this man works at the airport. He's got a Melbourne airport shirt on and he literally appears in front of me and says to me, where are you headed? And I said, Dempasar. And he says to me, see that big white pillar over there? And it was like far away from this line. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, well, that has just opened up, go up there and go to the front. There's no line there. I literally had my bags dropped within five minutes and was making my way to immigration. (laughs) So thank you so much universe. That was just such a magical moment and such a relief. I've also got another airport story where I almost missed my flight. Clearly this is a pattern of behavior for me, but I'll save that one for another day. All right, let's dive into the question. Now I say question because I am only discussing one question today and that is because I really wanted to dive deep and pull this question apart because I feel like everyone can probably relate to it on some level and would have definitely experienced this in their life. We all experience every emotion at some point when we're alive, like you're not human without experiencing a range of different situations and therefore things that raise emotions within you. So the question I have today says, how do I deal with feelings of jealousy and comparison? I always find myself comparing myself to girls I see on Instagram and I feel so shit about myself that I don't look like them or have what they have. I also have a bad habit of feeling jealous of my friends when something good happens for them. I outwardly congratulate them, but inwardly feel angry and jealous. I know it's an awful thing to admit, and I'm honestly so sick of feeling this way. How do I get rid of this awful green devil? Well, I want to begin by saying thank you so much for sharing this with me. It's very tough and a brave thing to admit that the way you are feeling and behaving is not kind, but mostly not kind to yourself. It does take that level of awareness to realize like, wow, I'm doing something that is not okay and it needs to change. So thank you so much for bringing this to me. Your jealousy, your anger, your envy, The only person it is hurting is you. Yes, it is directed toward someone else, but in the end, you are the one that suffers. You are the one in pain. Jealousy is a natural emotion. We all experience feelings of jealousy, but it's what we do with that jealousy that really says a lot about our character. We do not need to feed it And we don't need to act on it unconsciously when we experience jealousy. 
So for example, when we see our partner talking to someone else who we deem as attractive, and I'm using heterosexual couples in this example. So when you see your male partner speaking to a good looking female, or even for a man, you see your female partner talking to a good looking man. It's very natural that this situation is going to ignite feelings of, oh my God, am I enough? Do they think they're more attractive than me? Do they have a spark with this person? And we may not even think those things consciously, but within ourselves, we're preparing ourselves for that. We're becoming aware of it. But to think those things is one thing and to feel that pull of jealousy is one thing. But for when your partner returns to you, say you're out for dinner, and to then be cold to them, to then be nasty to them, or then even go a step further and accuse them of flirting or being attracted to someone, that is where we are letting our jealousy control us. And it's not pretty. The only person that reflects poorly on is us. Now, of course, this does not excuse unloyal or unfaithful behavior. If you are in a monogamous relationship and your partner very is clearly flirting with others or being promiscuous or behaving in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that is completely different. And that's where our jealousy can ignite something within us that says something is wrong here and then allows us to explore it further. But again, we don't need to behave in ways that are vengeful or horrible in order to communicate our unhappiness within this. I want to ask you, what does feeding this jealousy and brewing over it, what does it achieve? Has it been working for you in any way? Jealousy stems from the belief that the things, accolades, relationships, lifestyle, appearance are not possible for us. So this is very much a limiting belief and a limiting belief is anything that you have chosen to think to the point that there is no other example that you can find within your life. Now, I actually have a little workbook on limiting beliefs that you can find through the link in my Instagram bio, but I'll give you a couple of examples of a limiting belief. For somebody that believes that money comes to them really easily and they've always got more than enough money, they'll always be looked after, never really finds themselves in poverty. They never find themselves without money. Now, I know for someone else listening to this who is very much in that lack consciousness or believes things like, well, money doesn't grow on trees. Money's hard to come by. You need to work really hard for money. Probably hears me say that and thinks, what do you mean? Like you could lose money. The people who believe that are the people that experience poverty. Do you believe it's easy to come by or do you believe it's hard to come by? And when we think a certain way for so long, we attract examples, we attract experiences into our life that continue to confirm and fuel that belief. You know, there is a saying that says, look at someone's life and witness their beliefs. So what does your life or maybe 
Think of someone else rather than looking at yourself first. Think of someone you know. What is in their life? What does it look like? And what does it reflect about their beliefs? What's the language that they use about money, about relationships, even about things like weight and career? How do they talk about these things? Do they say things like, it's so easy to meet people, dating options are endless, or things like, there's no fish in the sea, there's no good guys left anymore, they're all married, they're all taken. Again, lack consciousness and jealousy is coming from that place. I want you to commit to some deep reflection in your life. Where did this begin for you? Did you grow up hearing people criticize others for having good things? Or were you in an environment where it was clear that other people were better off than you? Now, this is not something that can be rewritten overnight, but as you begin to develop the awareness from where it came from, you can begin to do the things that you need to do in order to heal it and look at the ways it's playing out in your life today. On comparison, when we compare ourselves to others, we compare the depths of ourselves with the surface-based information we have on someone else. You may see their highlights and success, but there is so much more going on for that person. I'm going to talk just a little bit on social media for this. Of course, Many of us like to upload beautiful imagery, captions, and things that look really lovely. And that's great because it's lovely to have good content and content that feels good and is happy. And the reality is people have those beautiful moments in their life, just like they have the darker ones, but the darker ones aren't published as much. So when you look at someone's Instagram page, you are seeing this flawless, perfected version of them. And sorry, I'm not speaking for everyone here. Some people are very good at putting up very raw posts. And again, this is why I commit to never editing anything anymore. I haven't now for a very long time. I only change like the brightness and contrast. I do not edit my face at all because for me, it's not real. It's not authentic and it doesn't depict the way that I actually look. And this goes the same for many people's lives. Yes, you are seeing a highlight reel, but you're not seeing the things they're struggling with. You're not seeing the argument they had with their partner or the things that are going wrong for them at work. So you are comparing this highlight reel with all of your truth. I am yet to meet a person who has not struggled at some point in their life. It's just not possible. If you're on earth, you're going to struggle at some time. You're going to experience pain and sadness. So please keep that in mind when you are looking at those images and comparing yourself. And as far as the photos go, maybe check yourself to ensure that those photos aren't highly edited as many of them are like people are editing their bodies and their waist sizes and their jaw and all these fucked up things. So if you were comparing yourself to them, you were comparing yourself to a cartoon. This is probably something you're already aware of, but I do want to highlight it and just say you will never look like someone else ever. Doesn't matter how much you 
try to look like someone else or try to get Kim Kardashian's body or whoever, it's not going to happen. You never look like them. Even if you ate all the same things and did all the same workouts, you will not look like them. What you need to look like is the best version of yourself in whatever way that feels best to you. And this means taking care of your inner and outer world. So for example, things like committing to an exercise of your choice, eating nutritious foods, filling your mind with uplifting content, stories, being kind to others, wearing clothes that express your truth. Someone else's beauty does not take away yours. Roses are beautiful. Tulips are beautiful. They look nothing alike, but that does not mean one is all of a sudden ugly because the other is beautiful. Your energy really needs to be poured into building yourself up, working on your goals, committing to why you are here. You are, as you were jealous of your friends, as you compare yourself to people on social media, you are literally wasting your precious time and energy, which only takes you further away from who you truly are. Unfollow people who make you feel like shit. Get rid of them. If you're seeing them and feeling worse about yourself and you can't disconnect from just scrolling on by, unfollow them. Literally just get them out of your face. However, I believe that it is really good to follow people on social media and be around people in life who are in a place where you want to be. So people who inspire you to do better. The best thing that we can all do to diffuse jealousy is to use other people's experiences and other people's achievements as things that are possible for us, as examples of what exists, of things that we can aspire to do and be in our own way. If you are surrounded by people who have the things you want, that is the universe saying that is possible for you too. You have to change from looking at it like that's not possible for me. They have more than me. I am not as good as them. Change it to I can have that too. I'm on my way there as well. When I was a little girl and we would go into Melbourne, I lived in outer suburbs of Melbourne. So about 45 minutes or so from the CBD. And when we would come into like the inner city suburbs and we would drive past the homes and everything, I would think to myself, I want to live in the city one day. I want to live near the city or not in the city, but near it. And I would literally go into the city. I'd go to restaurants, cafes as I got a bit older and just put myself in the energy of being in those suburbs. And I knew even from a very young age that one day I would live near the city. I would tell myself, I remember sitting in the back seat of the car and just being like, I can have that. I can do that one day. That's possible for me. Now, at the time I was a child, no idea what I was going to do for work. I had no idea how I was going to make money. 
but I knew that it was possible for me. So begin to draw on that. Look at the things you desire and actually begin to have new mantras and saying things like, I can afford that. That's my car. That's mine. That's possible for me. It's on its way now. Your words, your thinking is so much more powerful than you realize. When that green monster comes in, literally wipe it out with, I can have that. Another good thing to do to diffuse jealousy is to start being more generous. Jealousy is poverty thinking. It just simply boils down to a belief that there is not enough for you. And when I say be more generous, I'm not saying you need to donate every cent you have. There is so much that you can give to another that will serve them. Your humor, your time, your energy, your advice. Yes, if you can donate, donate. Like I love to donate to causes and rescue centers. So for example, Edgar's Mission is a sanctuary in Victoria for rescued farm animals. They do bloody incredible work and I've donated to them. I've donated to rescue centers for animals that need homes. So things like that, that make you feel really good inside, that make you feel like a better person for having given. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to give because I want something to come back to me. It's, it's not, that's the wrong energy. It's giving from a place of being like, they deserve everything that they can get. And I want to be a part of that. I want to say thank you for what you do on this earth because I believe in your mission. I believe in what you stand for. So it's giving from that space because that space says there's more than enough for all of us rather than there's not enough for me and I can never have that. Finally, your journey is not meant to look like someone else's. What they have is never going to be exactly what you have. If you try to be like someone else, what you are actually doing is taking yourself further away from your truth. You are literally putting a pause button on your life, your talents, your strengths, and your individuality. All that energy and mental space is being taken away because you are focusing on what someone else is doing, saying, and being. You are on earth to be who you are, and you will never live your truth if you are focusing on someone else. Begin to pour into your own desires. Begin to use their experiences as your examples for what is possible for you. Begin to feel into that energy rather than the lack and the poverty and the anger. It's okay to experience those emotions, but it is up to you whether or not you want to continue to ignite them and feed them. That is where your choice remains. It takes practice, but it is so bloody possible. I would not be sharing all of this with you right now if I did not believe in your ability to change your entire mindset around this topic. I hope so much that that served you and that it served you, the person listening. If you did enjoy my episode today, I would be so grateful if you could please rate it five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please, if you can leave a review, that would mean the bloody world to me. You have no idea how much those little things helps with making a podcast grow. 
And if you have a story that you would like to share with me about a time in life where you had to be brave, now it can be a really hard and difficult moment. It can be a really courageous moment. I would love to chat to you. Please send me a DM at Wake Up by Jade Renee. Also, if you have a question you would like me to answer, please send it there too. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will speak to you on the next episode of the Brave Girl Podcast. Mm-hmm.